0: So, our catechesis this morning, Vessels and Vessents. So we talked about all Mass is this gift from God, that how God's gift becomes concrete in the Eucharist, and that we come to Mass intentionally with our intentions. But all those things are spiritual realities, and we are body and soul. And so we use material ways, material things, to express those spiritual realities that we believe in and so that's today vessels and vessels and so if this gift of God is made real for us in the body blood soul divinity of Christ then we receive those gifts with what is precious and good and so we have our chalice we have the paten, we have the Saborium which are basically Just fancy words for cup, plate, and bowl. So why do we use that? Because we're just trying to be pretentious as Catholics? Why do we use these Latin words for simple things? Because it reminds us that what we're doing here is different. Because I drink milk out of a cup. But I drink the precious blood of Christ out of a chalice. It makes a distinction for us of what is this gift that we're receiving. And then we make our sacred vessels out of precious metals because we want to give our best to God for what he is offering to us. We don't use pottery as the, the vessels, as the chalice, or as the ciborium because pottery over time falls apart. Pottery has the tendency over time to absorb whatever it's containing, and we don't want that. And so we give our best. If we were destitute and we had nothing else, then yes, we would make the most beautiful pottery vessels that we had and we would use them. But we don't live in destitute circumstances here. We need to give our best. It's why you make your wedding band out of precious metals because it's something sacred and precious too. And then vestments. What we wear at mass. It's not just because Deacon Doug and I like to play dress there's a reason behind everything that we wear and why we wear it. And in a moment, I will vest in front of you the way that I normally do a Mass, which always kind of feels weird because even though I'm fully clothed, it feels like getting dressed in front of a crowd. But first, the colors of the vestment. You see them all the time. You probably have some idea of their significance. But first, green is always for ordinary time. Green is the color for new life. Growth, And the goal that we have through ordinary time is always to grow in faith and grow in virtue. That's what all the readings, all the prayers are about during that season. Then we have red. For those of you that have never had the opportunity to come to a weekday Mass, you see this color very seldom. Red is used for martyrdom and the Holy Spirit. And so coming to Mass over on Sunday, you only really see this twice a year on Passion Sunday or Palm Sunday, and at Pentecost, the Feast of the Holy Spirit. That's red. Then we have white and gold, which are basically interchangeable between each other. But these colors, white, is the color for festivity. So just think of the Christmas season, Easter season, we stay clothed in white during that whole time in festive appreciation for whatever we're celebrating. Then we have what I call purple, purple one and purple two, but apparently they've got different names. We make a slight distinction between Lent and Advent. So both of these are penitential seasons in the life of the church. But the penitential nature of Lent is more solemn and more profound. And we feel that when we go through Lent. And so we use a more muted purple during Lent. And we use a violet during Advent or regal, royal color in the season of Advent. And then we have our rose or pink that you saw swear last Sunday and on the fourth Sunday of Lent. Basically, pink is just, the penitential time is almost over. Hey God, because this is really hard. That's right. So, vesting. What you may not know is... That basically anything that you see us use in the church always has a practical purpose and spiritual purpose. And so you may not know what a priest does in vesting, but for everything that I put on, there's a prayer that I pray as I'm preparing for Mass. So the first thing that I put on is what we call the amos. Not all priests wear this, but basically, what this is is a liturgical sweat rag Because vestments are expensive. And so to protect the vestments, place the amice. But the prayer that I say, as I put it on, is, Place upon my head, O Lord, the helmet of salvation, that I may overcome the assaults of the devil. So this is where it gets complicated trying to have a microphone on and vesting at the same time. After that comes the alb. And so you see me, Deacon Doug, and the altar servers all wear that same vestment the alb the alb is the garment of our baptism it's a reminder of that same white garments that every one of us was clothed in when we were baptized which is why the altar servers wear that same vestment technically every one of us when we come to sunday could wear a white robe as a sign of our baptism but what we do more practically is those that are serving at the mass are the ones who wear them prayer for the alb is, purify me, O Lord, and cleanse my heart that I may be made white in the blood of the Lamb. Then after that is my belt, the rope, what we call the cincture, and the prayer for the cincture is, gird me, O Lord, with the girdle of purity and extinguish in me all evil desires that the virtue of chastity may abide in me. Then after that comes the stole. So for the priest, stole, it's kind of just like a scarf. The stole is a symbol of the office. So for me, the office of the priesthood. And so I kiss the stole before I place it on over my head as a sign of thanksgiving of this office that God has given me to be a priest of Jesus Christ. Hangs around, and so whenever you see someone wearing this, you know him to be a priest. For deacon Doug, what you would see as the stole as the symbol of his office as a deacon, is actually a diagonal stole. So deacons have that diagonal stole as a symbol of their office. Of head, and the last is the chasuble. so the idea behind you know the chasm is that it covers up. Oh, I forgot the prayer for the stole. Prayer for the stole is: Restore me, O Lord, restore unto me the stole of immortality, which was lost through the guilt of our first parents. And although I am unworthy to approach Your sacred mysteries, nevertheless grant unto me eternal joy. The chasuble. The idea behind the chasuble is that it covers the priest, and the idea is that when I'm celebrating Mass, you no longer look and think about Christopher Schmidt standing up there, but that you look and you see Christ, which is why we make the chasubles beautiful and ornate, because it is there to draw us into this mystery of the sacraments celebrated by Jesus himself. So the prayer for the chasuble is, Lord, you say my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Help me to bear joyfully the yoke of my salvation. Finally, The vestment that a deacon wears is slightly different. So this is the chasuble, which is kind of like a big poncho. For a deacon, he wears what we call a dalmatic. So a dalmatic has sleeves. So a deacon has many tasks to do around the altar. And so practically at least, he needs to be able to move around. If I move around the altar, I just knock everything over. And so deacon duck wears the dalmatic. These are the vestments that are there to draw us into these spiritual realities, these spiritual gifts that are given to us at Mass, to set things apart and to draw our minds apart into what God is given to us.